Hello everybody and welcome back to the other castle. Hello love, welcome to the other castle. I'm not Tracer. Okay, so this I'm is Andrea. not- I'm Andrea. You're Andrea, so that's not your Tracer impression. No love, that's right. a little higher, if you can believe it. Actually no, I've heard it, it's definitely a lot Hello higher. love! <laughs> Just to fem it up. Right. <laughs> that's all I have, I'm not a voice actor. Also, by the way everybody, my name is Tom, if you're just tuning in. And if you can understand my terrible accent, I'm Andrea. And. Again, we are The Other Castle. We are a podcast where we talk about the ins and outs of stories of video games. Because they're insane. So this week, your um, your British accent's not for Overwatch for the first time ever. My poorly done British accent is for once not Overwatch. That's All right. right. What is it going to be for? We Happy Few. We Happy Few. That's a newer game. Yes. This game came out in 2018 across PC, Xbox, and PlayStation 4. I'm not going to learn which Xbox iteration we're on. I don't care. <laughs> it's, it's the first one. Cause it's the Xbox VCR? One. Yeah. Oh. It's Xbox One. So it's the first one. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> All Xbox players should be... Never, never mind. No. I love you and Mountain Dew. Thanks for listening, Xbox players. Yeah. <laughs> All four of Keep you. Keep going. But... Know where you stand. So, We Happy Few is a game by Compulsion Games. Okay. They are the studio that brought you Contrast. Um, Never heard of it. I remember seeing Contrast at the first E3 you and I snuck into. Oh, fun. Yeah, when we had our universal passes and we just ran through security. Right, right. You just wait until the right moment when they're not looking and then... Run. Go in. Yeah, I remember seeing that and doing Octodad and being like, is this just what this is? That's right. Yeah, you played Octodad and I played some weird spooky game with like dark lights and stuff. I don't even remember what it was because we were there the year they announced PlayStation 4. Really? Yeah, because I remember we had our hands on a PlayStation 4 controller like within an hour of it being announced. That's right. We took a picture and you got a lot of like FOMO out of it right. from people. <laughs> right. That's funny. It was pretty good. But, so, okay, so it was that year. Yes, it was that year that Contrast came out, which is Compulsion Games' first full length and it is about a young girl who interacts with a shadow being. I haven't played it that's the most knowledge I have of it. Okay, like that Zelda Link Between Worlds? Yeah, kind of how he can bounce in and out of walls, and there's a shadow version of him kind of going through. Okay. That game's awesome, by or like the way. like an upside down? Kind of, yeah. Especially if you, you've you done season three and know kind of what more of that shadow world is. Tom hasn't. I, I haven't think even delightful. done season two, so. Genuinely, I think they get more fun to watch. The story falls apart, but they are <laughs> fun as shit. I've seen something about the never-ending story, and... Um, it's a delight. It was bizarre in a fun way, but I don't know that it's something I would want to see again. It oddly fit, and oddly was as jarring as it was to watch on YouTube Dry. I, I like how you say it fit and was jarring. That's Those are contradictory terms. Speaking of contrast, Compulsion Games' first <laughs> <laughs> entry into the gaming world, Contrast, came out a few years ago. After that, in 2016, at E3, they announced We Happy Few. Okay. And We Happy Few is pitched as a dystopian past set in 1960s England. All right. And they are in a society where there are essentially kind of two faction groups where there is a group of wastrels who are people who are off their meds, Ooh. treated like zombies, similarly. And there are people who are on their meds who wear white masks and are the worst. Okay, now what are these white masks? Like, I'm picturing, like, those theater masks that are, like, the happy and sad face. Yes, except they are all happy with the big forced smiles and the cheek lines to okay, make the smiles so look very like clowns. forced. Yeah, it's terrifying. Okay. And this was kind of pitched at E3 16 as 
a horror survival type game. Right. I remember getting strong Bioshock vibes off of this one. A lot of people did. Yeah. yeah. It looks very Bioshock when I remember seeing like the advertisements and stuff. And everyone being like, holy shit, what is this? Like I came home, I think, and told you because I was working in gaming right. when this came out. Right. Or when this was announced. Um and was like, I don't know what this is, but I want it. And you went, it seems cool. And I went, no, I'm passionate about this. I will die on this hill. And here I am on the hill, bleeding out my ass. Now, here's the thing, though, right? Because I think the game that was announced and the game we got are not the same game. They are very different, absolutely. Okay. So, so it appears to be one protagonist in the beta. There are now three protagonists in the published game. Oh, yeah. That takes, that's a very different thing. Hard turn. So, yeah, the game we were promised in 16 was... Um, a little more horror focused, very survival, and just kind of get from point A to point B, kind mm-hmm. of without dying. And you play as Arthur Hastings, who's one kind of scraggly dude. Okay. This game came out two years later in 2018 across PC, Xbox, and PlayStation 4 with three playable main characters, including Arthur. Okay. And a full campaign. Holy cow. So it was actually more than what people were expecting. Absolutely. They jammed out a shit ton. And there's still a sandbox version in the game. Uh, There's a sandbox version where you play and try to hide against the cops. I think there's a sandbox where you can hide against the zombie wastrels. Kind of, yeah. Or it's just, it's like Call of Duty Zombies. Okay. (laughs) With no fighting mechanics. never-ending waves of of bad guys. Okay, I get you. Yeah, so... Let's zoom us up to 2018. The game's coming out between, like, August and October. They do a couple beta things, so I think PC got first dibs. I feel like PlayStation came out in about October. Okay. So I played it on PlayStation. Avi. Avi. (laughs) The snobbery is real. Right. PlayStation is for me. Hey, we're on the 4th. That didn't go as well as I hoped. (laughs) (laughs) Still gotta laugh. So this game came out in 2018, and... People were so excited. The right. trailers were incredible. The betas are really cool. People are donating in their Kickstarter, so they're very motivated to help this game. Oh, okay. So this was a Kickstarter game. Yes. All right. Awesome. This is primarily... I don't think Contrast did crazy money where Compulsion could come dick swinging out. I mean, I don't think any... I, I hadn't heard of it before, so yeah, obviously. Yeah. And this was their bigger game, and they right. went, all right, fuck it. Let's arm the internet. The internet's excited. Let's give them an opportunity to be a part of this. So they totally. said... Kickstarter, come at us. Kickstarter came through. Um, you could do things where you get to name NPCs. You get... Oh, that's fun. Yeah, there's some fun stuff like that. I think there's extended merch so you could get a copy of your own mask and posters from the world. Oh, that's awesome. The game came out... Do you remember the scene in The Mummy where the scarabs are coming out of the ground? Right. It's buggier than that. <laughs> Oh, that was good. Oh, so, that was good. So, glitch as fuck. The game takes about four minutes to load. Oh, wow. Just to load your menu screen. And Even then, with it installed in the system. Yep. Because we don't do discs. No, it's just fuck that. straight downloads now. And when you do have it finally downloaded and you open up your game... If you move too far in the map, sometimes the game just crashes. It just shuts down. The game's like, you went too far in the direction you're supposed to be going. Right. Nope. Which, so, a little background on our playing of the game. Because Andrea, obviously, very excited for this game to come out. Oh, yeah. Like, jumped on it the moment she could and played the shit out of it. And, I mean, it's a long game. It's not a short game, right? Yeah, I'd say... 30 hours? 30 hours. That's long About for a first-person that? game, especially. Totally. You don't get many. Cause it's, not, 
Maybe 25, 30. It's not a shooter, is it? No, and I will get into how terrible the fighting um, so areas are. So it is purely a first-person melee game. Absolutely, Like if yes. you played Bioshock with just the wrench. Which, like, maybe that's what I'll do next time I'm sick and at home. Because <laughs> I am Team Wrench. It has been done before, I'm sure. I've seen it on YouTube. Okay, it's a real thing. Yeah. So Andrea played it, and she comes back saying, like, I love this game, the story is amazing. There's some issues with with the glitching, and so I picked it up, I played it through, um, I probably gave it a good, like, five hours. Yeah, you probably spent two nights on it, maybe three. Yeah, and uh, it, it was glitchy. It was way too glitchy, and I had to put it down. But you have since beaten it twice now, right? Yes, I have played through twice because I'm a fucking sucker. So this one's gonna be Andrea taking the lead on the story. So I know a good good portion of the story, and Andrea's told me a lot of it, so let's let's push forward and dive into we happy few. Yeah, this has been very much in your peripheral. So yeah. I'm going to get into the backstory before I even start playing. The backstory Perfect. can be found through articles and notes and books found throughout the game and some flashbacks. Okay. It is, the year is 1933, and an unemployed bricklayer assassinates the president of the United States. Okay. We are right before World War II. Got you. And... Because the president is assassinated, the vice president does everything they can to keep America out of the war. Like, we are we are not putting our hands in this. We're not putting anything behind this. We are neutral. Leave us out of it. We're cowards. Staying further out of it than we tried before. Exactly. Okay. So, England is left to its own devices against the Nazis. And they are like, holy shit. Good luck. We have nothing. We have no resources. Yeah. Why did we cast out all the Americans? Hamilton soundtrack plays in the background. It's great. <laughs> Because of this, England makes a deal with the Nazis to get the Nazis to go away out of Wellington Wells and all of England. Okay. To do this, they have to do something called the very bad thing. The very bad thing. Yes. Oof. That's just what they're referring to it as. Yes. So it's almost like a he who must not be named situation. It's the Voldemort of their history. So um, I'm imagining this is a Holocaust-y kind of thing. It is very bad, and I will get into it as the story unfolds. Okay. So, the very bad thing happens. We flash forward. It is October of 1964. So... So, 30 years later. 30... 20 years... 2030? 28 years later, yeah. Again, everything I know about history is from Hamilton. Right. So, unless some, <laughs> unless David Diggs has wrapped it, I have no idea. Okay, fair. Because the American <laughs> public schooling system is destroyed. I did go to public school, yes. Go right ahead. So... We are now in Wellington Wells. Wellington Wells is a fictional island in England. Okay. It's just So this is not a real place that exists correct. in the world. This whole thing is alternate history, which is fascinating. Right. So it's Wellington Wells, and we open on Arthur Hastings, who is a skinny, lame-ass Englishman. Dorky-looking dude. Totally dorky, just super lanky, and everyone is wearing white masks, like those theater masks, and they are taking pills called Joy. Joy. Does it do what it sounds like it does? Yes. It is a hallucinogenic drug that turns off your emotions and causes forgetfulness and you have it ends up making you sterile. Sterility? That's not a word, right? So weed and ecstasy in one pill. Yeah, but you can definitely get pregnant on those. Okay. So oh, these make you sterile. Yes. Well, I mean, some people say weed will make you sterile. There's so many weed babies. That's true. 
There's a lot of pot babies. There's so many pot babies. It's yeah. like Cabbage Patch Kids. More than crack babies. Yeah. Okay. Those fair dank enough. ass babies. <laughs> so, yes, it's a hallucinogenic drug. It makes you see bright colors. It's a little, there's like an acidy tone to it because of the color scheme. Okay. And it makes you forget a lot of things. Joy was developed after the very bad thing to make this town forget about the very bad thing. Oh, goodness. So That's th- how bad the very bad thing is. This thing is so bad that they s- the whole city decided, we're just going to take a shitload of drugs to get through this. Damn. Yeah. It's wild. And it's just this city? It's not all of England? To our knowledge, it's just this city. Oh, Because wow. it's an island, you're very secluded. It's isolated. Right. Okay. You Got don't you. know what the rest of the world is like. Oh, damn. Yes. And on that point, so Arthur works for the newspaper. It is a local newspaper. It does not cover anything outside of Wellington Wells. And he is a redactor. So he's going through newspapers and censoring out articles. Oh, shit. And, like, making everything blacked out. Yes. That they don't want people to know about. Exactly. Oh, fuck. And he's going through, like, old newspapers, too. So even in the archives. Changing history. Yeah. In the archives, you cannot see anything that references the very bad thing, that references the war anything wow they're all pretending shit didn't happen that's insane yeah so is it that a few people do know about it then so like arthur obviously has to know about it if he's a redactor his law his kind of like rule of thumb is is this a happy thing or is this not happy does oh, okay. this bring joy to people he fucking marie condos all of publications <laughs> for wellington wells basically she, marie condos facts yeah he marie condos facts where he's like that was a nice pie they had 10 years ago. Let's keep the review in. Oh, that doesn't sound anything Army like boys get sent out? Nope. Today. <laughs> Not to go fake news about it, but right. like, you know, you shit know. happens. So, again, alternate reality. We don't know what the rest of the world's like. We're very contained in Wellington Wells. Right. Just for geography's sake, Wellington Wells is split up into two areas of the island. There's about three areas that are full towns that have people with a mask on there's people with houses people with money it's 1960s england too so everyone's very funky and like all right so lots very, of psychedelics and very stuff. austin powers 1960s shagadelic baby very mod yeah okay that's it's cool. cool the other area is called the garden district mm-hmm. where the wastrels live and they're the ones i mentioned are kind of like zombies okay so they are people who stopped taking their joy pills or have had bad reactions to it and the bad reactions are very violent. It's like, ah, zombie. Urgh, oh, okay. Urgh. So it's like in, um, what is that, Serenity, where they, the population takes something to calm them all down, and then like a tenth of the percent of the population became the Reavers and like went insane and became like like these creatures almost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get you. They fucked up. Yeah. So there's two areas of town you can go through. There's about three sections of each, so you kind of go through one, end up in another, stuff okay. like that. There's an interesting game mechanic where if you are dressed inappropriately for the region you're in, they will the people there will automatically attack you. Oh, your clothes matter. Their clothes do matter. Okay, so, so it's not like Spider-Man. Yeah, so when you're in the Garden District, you have to dress in torn clothes. Otherwise, they'll think you're posh and they'll want to kill you. Oh my gosh. And when you're in town, you have to wear a nice suit. Otherwise, they'll think you're a wastrel and they'll try to kill you. Everybody just wants to kill everybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's the whole point. <laughs> it's a video game. All right. So what's Arthur's deal? So so Arthur's a redactor, and he sees an article one day that reminds him of his brother, Percy. Okay. It's him and his brother, I think, in a swimming competition. And he immediately has a flashback to Percy. Percy is 
about two years younger than him and is severely autistic. Like he has a lot of trouble expressing himself and his mom calls him slow, but it just seems like it's sensory and he doesn't, his communication skills are flawed. Got you. Not to diagnose, but that's kind of (laughs) what's implied based on all the cutscenes. And he realizes at some point he and Percy were separated. Oh. And he's like, I did something that failed Percy and I need to find him. He's at work while he's having this full meltdown. Right. And his coworkers realize that he skipped his joy for that afternoon. Oh. He sees Percy, he skips it. He's like, no, I need to figure out what's going on with my brother. I forgot I have a brother. Right. Which like. <laughs> I've taken so many drugs. Yeah. You forgot a sibling. <laughs> That's I have wild. a sibling I wish I could forget. Which one? You know. So he gets outed as being off his joy because he tries to remember Percy. He has a moment of clarity going, my brother is way more important than this. Right. I need to get out of here and find Percy. The Bobbies are called. The Bobbies are these cops that are all like six feet tall, big broad shoulders and have those stupid hats. They all look identical. Yeah. Yeah. They all have their masks on, obviously. And they're they're brutal. There's a couple that I just fought recently that had like a chainsaw that was on fire situation. Jesus. Yeah, it was dope. Um, and those are the cops? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's great. So what do the, the robbers need to have to uh, combat a chainsaw that's on fire? You can craft things. Um, a lot of it is just found objects. So like a zombie game. Yeah. Where you can craft all your different like weaponry. Exactly, yeah. Okay. And then uh, the townspeople all have stuff too in both garden and city areas. There's people that have like sticks and shovels and shit like that. And the umbrella. The umbrella, the jolly brawly. The jolly brawly umbrella, yeah. <laughs> and the not so jolly brawly. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's a bunch of dumb British shit in there. A lot, yeah. Torches and lifts and. Yeah. So after Arthur is outed, the Bobbies come to get him. And they're like, you have to take your joy. And he fights them and he runs down these alleys. So this is a regulated thing. This is not like voluntary. Yes. Unless the... you live out in the country. Correct. So if you're in the city, the Bobbies have the authority to come into your house and force pills into you. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Shit's wild. So it's a little bit like 1984, like The Giver or something like that, too. I am dying for a dark retelling of The Giver. Right? I mean, The Giver's already pretty dark. It's so dark. The movie apparently took it in a very weird direction. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, I haven't either, but I guess it goes really Hunger Games. Good. Which is not a thing that The Giver should go, but Okay. Sidetrack. It should be about the weird dude in the woods with all the memories, but... (laughs) So the cops show up and are forcing drugs on people because... The very bad thing? Right. So Arthur ends up falling down tubes and getting caught underground, and he ends up in the Garden District. Oh, no. And he's a posh city boy. Right. He has to take a rock and fuck up his suit so he looks normal. Really? It's cute. And then later you can craft yourself suits, so you can craft yourself, like, a rubber suit for when you're being electrocuted and stuff. Remember that Halloween where I went as Mayhem from the uh, insurance commercials? Yeah. And we had to... And I was Flo from the insurance commercials. We had to beat up a suit, so I dragged it behind my car the cops pulled us over because we had a suit dragging from behind the car we were trying to beat it up and they went what are you doing like, it's a halloween costume don't worry about it like okay just don't be weird bye <laughs> so he has to do that yeah okay basically just to fit in <laughs> and so arthur's ultimate goal is to find his brother right and as he's off joy he's like i have to get out of wellington wells to find my brother so he has to find a way off the island. Is there a way off the island? There is a bridge. Okay. That is highly regulated. I imagine if there's only one bridge off. 
and he can he figures out a way that he can get through there. He needs a letter of transit to make it through the cops. How do you get a letter of transit? I will tell you more. Oh, thank you. So, first of all, he's stuck in the Garden District. He realizes he needs a letter of transit. He goes to see his old friend, Ollie, who lived in the neighborhood he grew up in when he was younger. Okay. Ollie, who is our third playable character. Oh, see me the third playable character before the second playable character. Yes. Okay. He is this big-ass Scottish guy. Uh-huh. Um, it's like if Shrek were a people. Okay. Yeah. So, big... Uh, what big the, lumbering Scotsman. That fat bastard. Yeah, fat bastard. From- Not that big, but <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay. Any guy you see at a Ren Fair who's way too comfortable with everyone. Oh. <laughs> He's worn a kilt a few times. He has more than one. Okay. So Ollie is this big brawler. He was in the military back in the day when they were going through the very bad thing. Okay. He's, a, he's like kind of a big ass weird uncle. You probably imagine him playing a lot of rugby. Definitely was a rugby player. Okay. Yeah. So he goes up to Ollie. He's like, I need you to help me do something. And Ollie's like, I got you. Help me sneak into the military base. I need something first. And Arthur's like, fucking whatever. Yeah. What else? <laughs> Let's do this. Arthur sneaks into the military camp. There is still an active military base on the island. Okay. Within the military base, there is a general who kind of shows up in everyone's story, which is interesting. He's a piece of shit. He was the general of the army when the very bad thing happened, and he's still overseeing all of the military operations. Got you. As Arthur goes in, he sees the tanks that the Germans had left there, and he's like, fuck. Okay, That's so they terrifying. left behind like, their artillery and stuff to be like, look, we're gone, but we're not forgotten. But if we roll up, we got the keys to that bitch. Right. Arthur's like, fuck, that's crazy. Goes up to the tanks. Realizes the tanks are paper mache. Wait, what? The tanks that the Germans used to intimidate England into doing the very bad thing were fake. Stop. How did he find out they were paper mache? He fell through one. (laughs) Wait, so like he tried to jump on top of one? That happened in mine, yeah. He's like, I got this, and was inside of one and went, oh no. Wait, what? (laughs) So... Actually, I think that happened in history. Something very similar where they use like inflatable tanks to intimidate the other side. They were like balloons, not um, paper mache, but that's wild. They use like float tanks to um, to intimidate the other side and scare them, and they, they it worked. But not to keep an entire population enslaved. That's yeah. fascinating. Yeah, that's wild. Again, I know nothing about real history. Right, because again, if it didn't happen in Hamilton... Or drunk history. <laughs> it didn't happen. The Hamilton episode of drunk history is great, by oh, the yeah. way. Oh, yeah. That's very good. It should be the Al- the Aaron Burr episode of drunk history, basically. Absolutely. Yeah. He isn't a Burr apologist in that one entirely, <laughs> but I'm really sorry to the Burr family. Arguably the play is a Burr apologist, but yeah, that, that's an entirely different podcast. <laughs> Watch our, our other podcast, the, the Last Matinee. <laughs> What's our shit called? The other. Oh. The other matinee. The other showing. Right. So, they t- Arthur goes up to the tanks, realizes they're paper mache, and is like, "Well, what the fuck, <laughs> you guys? Like, our whole existence is a lie." Are you fucking kidding me? So he gets Ollie Ollie's shit, goes up to Ollie, and is like, "Yo, <laughs> there was no reason for us to do this." And Ollie's like, "What are you talking about?" And then Ollie starts talking to himself, and Arthur oh. goes, oh no, he's crazy. Ollie's a crazy person. And we'll get back to that one later. Because he is the third playable character. Yes. All right. Arthur's like, fuck this noise. I gotta get out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out. He goes, all right, I have to go to this district called the Parade. Okay. It's just, it's called the Parade, it's just an area of town. 
which is... So it's like Piccadilly Circus. It's not really a circus. <laughs> yeah. Although, right. how dope would that be? <laughs> so he's like, I got to get back into town. He gets back into town, and it's great because there's a, there's sequences when you go from the garden district where the zombies are into the city district, and I'm just saying that flippantly. You have to go through some like tasks and be vetted before you can rejoin society. Okay. So one of them is you have to play Simon Says... <laughs> Simon says. And they shoot you with joy in between, like in a cloud. So oh my there's, gosh. Like, a gaseous form of joy that they shoot out at you. Oh, that's wild. There's one where you have to do a quiz show where it's like, now, if someone asks you about a memory, what do you say? I have no memory. Or, <laughs> oh no, the eyes are watching me. Please make them stop. <laughs> so, like, really dark things and then, like, just Super really, dark. like normal happy things this game is really dark okay that's great it's great now that reminds me there's a tv host going out throughout the entire of the game right uncle jack is for no reason a real person wait well oh oh like he's portrayed by a human actor yes so in the game it's obviously all cgi it's a cool art there's one character that's just a real man on film okay so like how on um in Wally, when uh, Fred Willard just shows up as a yeah. real life human being for no reason, it's as jarring as that. Everybody else is animated, but he's live action, and we're pretending he's in the world. Right. Okay, so it's just like that. Yes. Okay, but he's also with the the mask on. Yes. So Uncle Jack is a TV host, radio personality, uh, the only form of media, really. Okay. Because they. So he's across everything. Yes. You hear his voice in the radio. You'll see him on the TV. He's probably the front cover of the newspaper that day exactly uh he's everyone's favorite thing his name is uncle jack and he just does morning shows okay like in the mornings they'll kind of broadcast him being like good morning wellingtons <laughs> and dumb shit like that you can unlock something if you watch all of his tv shows um, oh wow okay yeah there's things where he'll be like let's talk about safety don't remember anything we cool thanks okay and, you know, so it's all propaganda safety. Yes, it's all propaganda stuff. All right, It'll so be Uncle like, Jack is the propaganda, like, he's dispenser. The, he's their Uncle Sam, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's wild. Fair. It's funny, too, because that kind of comes into play in Ollie's story. And as a side note, as a very sub, like, I'm not even C, like, H-level story, uh-huh. there's, um, there's a murderer named Jack running around. <laughs> There's a sub-story about a murderer? Yeah, and I think it's supposed to kind of mirror some Jack the Ripper shit. Oh, fun. Okay. Yeah, because they're all named Jack. Right. And it's, uh, Jack is a killer that's been on the loose throughout both parts of the city, both the garden districts and the city districts. Oh, dip. And everyone kind of talks about it, but no one really goes into it. Well, they're trying to forget all the horrible things. Exactly. They're just like, we know Jack is out there killing people. But oh well, as long as he doesn't get me. But it's not Uncle Jack, right? And you're like, probably is. (laughs) How many names are there? Right. (laughs) You guys. There's not that many. He's rerunning his shit. You don't know where he is at all times. This beat isn't live. You don't know what he looks like without that mask on. You don't know who anyone looks like without their mask on. Ooh. So Arthur gets back into the city and I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna go into all the side quests because there's a ton. Oh and, yeah. You know, some of them are just going to dig spots. Some Which of them are fun. Another reason I gave up on the game. A lot yeah. of side quests. I love side quests. Yeah. So there's there is one where you are a butcher's assistant. Okay. The butcher's like, hey, I need a hand. Can you help me? And it turns out the butcher is killing people from the garden district and cooking them into like meat pies. So he's Sweeney Todding them. Full on Sweeney Todd, and you have to escape from his dungeon. Love it. Which I didn't catch on my first playthrough, but I did get on my second, which was awesome. Okay. There's one where, oh, you know what? 
No, not going to spoil it. They're too good. Okay. So, yeah, there's some really cool ones. There's one where you go to a sex club and you have to wear a rubber suit because you're going to get spanked with electricity. Oh! Yeah, they're fun. (laughs) So, Arthur is like, I need a letter of transit. Who has a letter of transit? My friend Sally knows everyone. Okay, so Sally. Sally Sally is our second playable character. Fantastic. So they all do meet up. Yes, they all... It's like love, actually. Okay. You know. all around. That old chestnut. Sally is a brilliant chemist. She is a scientist. She's a rock star scientist. We need more women in STEM. Hell yeah. She and Arthur are about the same age. Okay. They both were about 12 or 13 when the very bad thing happened. Got you. And... Sally, we'll get into her backstory. I don't want to spoil anything, but she and Arthur were kind of had crushes on each other. Aww. They were 16 at the same time, you know. Right. So As you just, do on a small island. Totally. So, you know, they kind of have a little bit of a history. Arthur kind of has some pent up feelings there. And she's she's wonderful and charming. So she's just a doll to okay. see. She can get a letter of transit for Arthur. She says, I know the general. I can do that for you. Okay. I need you to get me something, though. And he's like, fuck a duck. They say fuck a duck a lot. Wait, really? That's not just you? Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) I think it's British. All right. Um, Oh, fuck a duck. So he goes on this crazy journey to get um, cod liver oil for Sally. All right. What does she want cod liver oil for? We'll get into that in her story. Okay. You see, Tom. It all comes together. <sighs> I did inter- I did interlocking hands. Yes. To show that it comes together. So he gets cod liver oil through a horrible, horrible series of events. Okay. He like has to break into a building and shit. He gets his ass kicked a lot. It sounds like he would. Yeah. So he gets cod liver oil for her. She hands him a letter of transit. And they have a rough interaction. Okay. He's like, you know what? Just come with me. Just fucking come with me. I have to find Percy. And she's like, can we go tomorrow? I have one thing. And he goes, no, I have to go now. I can't wait for you. Like, right. we're in hell. Do you want to spend more time here? He just found out that the entire universe is not what he thought it was. He's like, when you're off drugs, this shit's crazy. And yeah. she's like, I'm not on drugs. I developed a fake drug called Sunshine, which makes everyone look, seem like I'm on joy. But I know I'm not. And I haven't lost my memories. Wait, what? Yeah. How does that work? She's a brilliant chemist. It dilates your eyes and kind of relaxes your shoulders in a way. Okay. So it looks like you're high on joy, but your brain is completely intact. So it's CBD, not THC. <laughs> it's hemp-derived CBD. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting this. <laughs> and Arthur's like, oh, shit. And she's like, here, take a couple. Like, right. gives them to him. And he, she's like, just come with me. Please, just let's escape. And she goes, can I go tomorrow? And he goes, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going through hell to get out of hell. If you want me to wait for some reason, I'm not going to spend another night here. I'm going to get murdered. Right. And she's like, well, fuck in a bucket. She says fuck in a bucket a lot. Fuck in a bucket. Which is so cute when she says it. And he's like, I'm out. He goes through two or three more city areas and he finally gets to the parade district. And as he's leaving through a tunnel to get to the bridge, the tunnel collapses and his oh, last no. his last moments of his storyline are wild because he's going through tunnels and like it looks like the mining mountain thing from Temple of Doom. Oh, okay. With but the carts are all fucked up. Like you can't really use a cart to get anywhere, but he's like crawling through beams and shit. Oh my gosh. There's miners everywhere for some reason. Okay. 
Actual so super underground. Super underground. It's terrible. And he finally like reaches land and like gets to the end of the, gets the start of the bridge, and he has to show the last cop his papers. Right. He looks at this cop. I know this cop. I've seen this cop. Oh no. He remembers the very bad thing. Oh. Sally is our second player. Stop. So they cut away from what the... No, they tell you. I'm just being a dick. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah, I'm being so a complete piece of shit. Okay. Damn. Now we should... I can tell you actually now. It's very relevant to Sally's story. So the very bad thing that happened was that England promised to send all of its children from 13 and under to the Germans in exchange for the Germans leaving their territory. Wait. Whoa. Think so, about it. So, like, you... That they, got Hunger Games, like, really quick there, huh? Germany rolled up with paper mache tanks and said, England, fuck you. And England was like, you have to leave. This is this has gone on long enough. Right. The general comes in and goes, I have a solution I've determined with the Germans. And everyone's like, thank you, general. You're awesome. General is like, here's the catch. They are going to send us a train. We are to fill up the train with every child under the age of 13. Holy shit. We will not see these children again. Holy the shit. The train will leave. And the Germans will leave on the train with the children. So it's not even like Sophie's Choice where it's like dividing in half. It's uh, everybody under the age of 13. I haven't seen Lost, but there's an episode I've seen on recap shows where it's a dad and his kid on a boat. And Uh another boat comes by and he goes, we can take one of you. And the dad is like, take my kid. And then he's like, oh, no, what did I do? Yeah, no. You know what I mean? mm, I know what you're talking about. I I only watched a little bit of Lost, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. It's like the black dad and his son. Yeah, I think so. I've seen on like a I can't remember their names, though. Because, yeah, I think the problem was the kid was like the show was going on in time. So the kid started aging and they're like, but they're kind of supposed to be stuck in time. So we can't have him aging. I think Michael might be the the dad's. I I can tell you. Yeah. But it's that horrific shit of. I don't know if I did the right thing, but my child is not in my possession anymore. <laughs> Probably not the right thing. Well, so what did so what did Arthur remember exactly? Oh, thank you for bringing it back around so I didn't have to think of a pun. Okay. Arthur, like I mentioned, Percy was... A, Percy, I apologize if I misspoke. Percy is about a year or two older than Arthur. So Percy's Arth- the older one. Yes. I think I said he was older earlier. Yeah, you said Arthur was the older one. Here's why. Arthur, or Percy was supposed to walk Arthur to the train. Okay. The parents were not allowed there. Like, all the kids had to, like, line They couldn't say goodbye. Most of the kids got lined up and taken by German soldiers. Well, it's probably the same reason why you're not allowed to, like, hug a person on death row, like, as you're saying goodbye, because you'll never let go. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, when they get to the train, Arthur switches his passport with Percy's. So, Arthur looks like he's 13, and his older brother Percy looks younger. Oh, my God. They take Percy on the train. So his older brother, like, saved his life. His older brother didn't know he saved his life. Like I mentioned... Percy- Arthur... Sorry, I got confused yeah. by who's doing the switching. Arthur switched passports with Percy. Yes, and he said, I'm Percy. That's me. That's my brother Arthur. Percy is being dragged onto the train. Arthur is talking to this cop going, No, I apologize. My mom just wanted me to walk him here because he's slow. He might get lost. Percy is being dragged on the train, screaming, Arthur, why aren't you coming with me? Oh Arthur, my God. you said you'd be here. He's screaming, Arthur. And the cop looks at his papers and goes, I don't want to put another kid on the train today. Gives him his passport and tells him to go home. Jesus. Chills? 
Oh my god. So that Arthur, is some darkness. So Arthur kind of believed for a little bit that he was the older brother and then his younger brother Percy got taken because now, of the switch. Now here's the thing, because in having played a little bit of it and having watched you play, we haven't really painted Arthur the correct way because while playing, I was like, Arthur's kind of a piece of shit. That's fair. Yeah, like... Take outside of what he did as a little child to fuck over his brother, he's a piece of shit throughout the game. Yeah. Like, he does not treat people well. No, he's a piece of shit. He is just rude and just, like, I I did not like him as a playable character because I was just like, I really fucking don't like this guy. He's very weaselly. Yeah, so... He's mean to Sally, which makes me angry because I love Sally. Then you find out that he actually does something horrific. He does something bad on top of the very bad thing. Yeah. Like, the very bad thing in and of itself is horrific. Already terrible. It's some Holocaust shit that they did, the Bonsies did do. And then to have it concentrated in this area in exchange for a country's freedom is insane. What did they do with the kids? What did mom and dad do when Arthur showed back up? Right? Like, wait, you're not the one that's supposed to be here. I thought we were losing you. Yeah. And honestly, pretty much the whole town would know, too. But But the drugs... That's right. The drugs made everybody forget and not really notice. Damn. And we don't see any more children because that generation became sterile due to joy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was a very key element of joy because they said, we lost all of our children. We don't want this back. This will trigger memories. Right. So they put sterility in joy. So essentially, Arthur's the youngest person in town. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. So... When we say that Arthur and Sally were 16 together, he was really 14 while she was 16. Ooh. Oh, but still, like, okay. Yes. This is some pretty scandalous shit. So now we're on to Sally. Yes. So So wait, Arthur didn't get out, did he? He just showed this this guy the passport. You pick up on his ending at the end of the game. Okay, so that's where you know, we pick up where, yes. with his fate. But you do get to see him make it there, which is great. But yes, he does get a true ending at the end of the game. Okay, so let's... He's the only one that gets a double ending. Let's get there. Sally Boyle, brilliant chemist. She's super cute. She's in like a final dress. It's very mod. She's, okay. She's very famous. There's pictures of her on the cover of magazines throughout the town and stuff. Everyone knows who she is. Okay, so she was the hot girl. She helped develop Joy. Oh, that's right. She's brilliant and she's hot. Yeah, so she grew up on Joy. She learned how to do it and she learned how to make new flavors. So she developed coconut Joy and she developed blackberry Joy. Oh, wow. She's super cool. So she lives alone in this beautiful flat that's above her chemistry lab and she's living her best life. To everyone else, she is the it girl. For sure. Here's her backstory. Before the very bad thing happened, her mother poisoned her father and her sisters and herself. Oh. The mother poisoned the mother. Right. Sally was the only one spared. Like she was spared on purpose? Yes. Okay. Why? It's not really explored, but there's some jealousy and resentment between her mother and herself. Damn. Her mother wanted her to be a girly girl and be in dresses and talk to boys, and Sally was like... I want to be smart and I want to change the world. And her mom's like, nah. No. You are a girl. <laughs> Women don't do that. Yeah, like the misogyny is coming from inside the house. Oh, that sucks. So after this happens, after Sally's mom poisons her entire family, she goes to live with Arthur. Oh, okay. So that's how she and Arthur know each other. Then. Yeah, because they were kind of foster siblings. Right, right. Ish, okay. in a way, because 
she <laughs> didn't got spared by her mother. Okay. So Sally lives in downtown. She's wonderful. She has no family. And she knows everyone in town. Like, people come to her door knocking, being like, hey, do you have Blackberry Joy? Right. She gives the Bobbies their private stash of Joy directly because they get the fun flavors. Okay. Uh, she's really cool. She has an eight-month-old baby. What? How? Sally developed Sunshine, which is the drug that fakes joy for yourself. Right. So she never went sterile? Sally uses men to get things and to get access and to do whatever the fuck she wants. Oh, my gosh. The baby is kind of believed to be the son of one of the doctors in town. Okay. Like a scientist doctor. Okay, another scientist. Yeah. Because Joy makes you sterile, that baby is purely, like, just a criminal, like, by dimension. And just by, like, nature. The baby is terrifying to look at. It, uh, <laughs> it just because it's, it's poorly It is rendered. not as pretty as the rest of the game. Okay. I did not like the scenes where I had to play with the baby. Okay. But so it's, it's like Trevor Noah, how he was technically... Born Ill, a crime. Born a crime yeah. in South Africa because his parents were of opposite um, colors. Yeah. And that was illegal back then. Exactly. That's during fucking, apartheid. During apartheid, yeah. Yeah. So his birth was illegal. Yeah. Unfortunately. Human beings are not illegal, everybody, just to let you know. <laughs> My parents um, were both born in eras where this country did not recognize interracial marriage. Yeah. I would have been if they didn't fix that shit in right. like, the 60s or something. Uh, whatever loving was. Yeah. So Sally is hiding a baby, okay. which is such a good twist after you just hear about how the children are treated and how it makes you sterile. Right. Exactly. That's why she couldn't go with Arthur on a dime. So Arthur is not the youngest person in town anymore. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I went, oh, I can't wait to throw this back in your face. <laughs> so, You're wrong. Sally needed Arthur to grab cod liver oil because her baby started getting the measles. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So Sally's whole deal is this is unsustainable. Right. I have a baby. I need to get out of here. I need to get the fuck out of here. Arthur says he's getting out of here. Yeah. She's like, yo, I have a baby. Uh-huh. It's funny, too, because there's a sequence where you see an image of her in a giant dress clearly hiding a bump. Oh. And it's it's in, like, a flashback scene. It's so good to see her trying to be cute. Right. Clearly hiding a bump, being like, nah, I'm bloated. You'll forget this in a minute. I'll give you the <laughs> extra strength joy to right. leave me alone. So Sally, you know, being brilliant, she has to, she's a great chemist, so she can make a lot of potions and healing things. She has no fighting skills. Okay. So a lot of her fighting elements are darts. Oh. So is that the most shooting that you do in this game? <laughs> yeah, that's the most, there are no guns at all. No guns at all. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's England, not America. Yeah. And to touch on the fighting point, yeah, it's melee. There's not a lot of fighting combinations you can do it's mostly just powering up to get the best weapons because there's clearly things that are op you're just gonna there's, swing and dodge there's not a lot of strategy there's a lot of stealth involved especially when you're not dressed appropriately or if you're off your joy and we talked about like the mechanics of far cry 5 being broken this takes broken to a whole nother level far cry 5 at least had options right this is do you want the pointy stick or the pointy stick with the rock taped to it <laughs> to it. I think it's called enhanced rock. (laughs) (laughs) Or enhanced stick, whichever. (laughs) Who knows? I personally am a fan of the big banger, which is a bomb that you can throw, and then getting an electric tourniquet thing, which is just a stick that lights up and electrocutes people so you can melee them faster. So like a cattle prod at the end of a baseball bat. Yeah, the bobbies carry them. Okay. 
So, yeah, Sally is very high profile. That's tricky with her. Arthur is not high profile. Right. She has Everybody knows who she is no matter where she goes. Yes. Here's the other fold. She's fucking the general. Of course she is. The general goes to her house, and it's it's a great sequence. He comes over for some sympathy, and she drugs him, and oh. he passes out, and she's like, all right, don't have to do that for another few weeks. He's going to think we fucked. Oh, so she's not actually fucking she, I don't think she fucked. There's, like, some implied he stuff. He just thinks that they've been fucking. Yeah. Okay. But it's for access, and, you know, she's, she's savvy. Okay. Next time they see each other, he goes, I swear I could have heard a baby. It's clear he knows there's a baby there. Right. So now the fire is on. She has to get the fuck out of there. Right, totally. And she has to talk to the general to get a letter of transit for Arthur. Like I mentioned, general's big dick energy. He's the only one that can get people in and out. So she gets a letter of transit from him, realizes that he has a boat. Oh. He has a private boat in the military base. Oh, that's convenient. She's going to steal that boat. Yeah. It's great. There's sequences where she has to, there's missions where you have to go find things for other people to get parts for the boat and to get a baby feeder so the baby's milk gets automatically dripped down like a Dispensed to it? Oh my yeah, gosh. So she a, can leave the baby alone? Yeah, you have to unlock Because you can't really get a babysitter. You can't call up a 16-year-old? No. They've oh. been extinct. Oh, Wild. They're all in Germany or something. So, yeah, she has to find a baby carrying case and has to tell someone it's for chemicals, so it needs air holes. Like, Oh, my gosh. There's some really fun sequences. Something I want to note is when you are Arthur and you meet Sally, it is at Sally's house. When you are Sally and you meet Arthur, it's in the Garden District. Oh. Joy has destroyed your memories that even when you play as two different characters... You can experience the same meeting in different in places. In different places. Which is a trip. Holy shit. So that entire meeting did not actually happen it, in her home. It might have. Well, it seems like Arthur's brain is the one that's destroyed by... It probably is more destroyed than the yeah. Sally's, now that you're mentioning it, yeah. Oh, that's wild, though. Here's another fold to why Arthur has tension with you. He had a big crush on you when you were Sally and well, young. Of course. And his dad raped her. So Sally has a whole thing where he goes, you had an affair with my dad. And she went, I had no choice. Oh, my God. I was living in his house and there was an ultimatum and he he can't process it. He's like, you had an affair with my dad. Ugh, that's terrible. I love Sally so much and I want to protect her. This poor girl, like she has not had an easy life. You want to talk about how Arthur's a piece of shit more? (laughs) He really is. He's the worst. Yeah, that's just poor Sally. Yeah, poor Sally. This poor girl, she's trapped with a baby. She's being blamed for her rape. Right. Oh, <laughs> like, like all people. There's get. no one her age anymore. Oh, okay. So please tell me that we, we get her to a happy place. They do. So you steal boat parts. At one point, the general kidnaps you and tries to murder you. Of course he does. You outsmart him with science, which is the coolest fucking thing. Good, and not with sex. Yeah. You, you get chemicals in a fountain that knocks him out, which is really great. Okay. Because again... In, women in video games can't fight. Right. <laughs> unless you're Sam and Metroid. <laughs> <laughs> or Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah. So, Samus. Samus. Samus Aaron. That's a, That's a girl though, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that happens. She does get the boat. Okay. She gets the baby out of there. And it ends on her taking her mask off and going, we're going to have so many adventures. And just riding the boat into the, into the fucking sunset. And it's beautiful. It's like children of men a little bit. Yeah. She's holding her baby like, we got this. Yeah. Just you and me, baby girl. Actually, almost that exact same thing happens in children of men. It's like yeah. the only baby in existence and they ride off in the boat. And, and they're he, like, we got you. Of course, he dies. Spoiler alert. 
Um, I think Sally's fine, though. Sally seems to be fine, though. That's, That's good. her last moment with Sally. It's beautiful. So now, so she doesn't have any further to do with anybody else. So she's, now we're back to up. Ollie? Ollie. Okay, so, so what does Ollie have to do? We get back to Ollie when Arthur is leaving Ollie's house going, the tanks are paper mache, you piece of shit. And Ollie's going, what? And then starts talking to himself. And he starts talking to himself. So we're picking up where he's talking to himself. Yes. Okay. You pick up that scene and realize he's talking to a little girl. She looks like she's eight years old, maybe nine. There's no little girls in town. Yeah, she a ghost. Oh, now we have ghosts in this game. Oh, he's being actively haunted by a ghost. Okay, now we've gone off the fucking rails. Exactly. Like how Bioshock Infinite goes off the rails when ghosts get introduced. Don't get me started on that. I will cry. I just played through it. I'm the one that started on it, okay? Okay, anyway. It's not good. So... Ollie's being haunted by this little girl who's awful. Right. She just says nothing and keeps talking. She's the worst. Oh, okay. So she's just saying nonsense. She's no, she's she's just saying obvious things. She'll be like, Ollie, I think you should go through the door. While he's halfway through the door frame, and you're like, fuck you, Margaret. Okay, so it's just his running stream of consciousness in the form of a little girl, essentially. Yeah. He's the worst. Okay. So Ollie's worse like, than than Arthur. No, Arthur's the worst. Okay. <laughs> so Ollie is like, Ollie has this realization because of his conversation with Arthur that the tanks were paper mache. Okay. Ollie has been off his joy for a long time. He's living out in the garden district. Gotcha. He lives in like an abandoned train station at a, the top of a bell tower. Okay. His bell tower starts getting infiltrated by wastrels where they're starting fires and setting off bombs and they're like, fuck it, anarchy. And he's like, nah, I live here. Oh. Can you not? And they're like, fuck you. I'm just trying to be a hermit up in a tower. Yeah. So he gets forced out of his home and he's like, this is fucked. I have to tell people the truth. Okay. So, so Arthur's mission was to get out of town, get transit, get his letter of transit. Sally's mission was to fix the boat and get the fuck out of town with her daughter. Ollie's mission is to get the word out of what happened and spread the truth and get people off their joy. So that they know that like, hey, we got bamboozled here. Yeah. So Ollie's really is the only one that's serving the community. Everyone else is serving themselves. Right. Which, after all Sally's been through, deserves it. Sally deserves a fresh start. She should be allowed to just run off and do whatever the fuck she wants. Absolutely. Arthur, you know, it's like saying, like, Paul Revere essentially deserved to be saved. So, I guess Arthur can be deserving to be saved. Because he does find out what happened and alerts the right person. But then at the end, he just kind of weasels away. Exactly. Because he's the worst. Well, actually, I, I genuinely don't know what happens to him, but you said we'll get to that. It kind of depends. You you get a split for Arthur. Oh, okay. So Ollie's like, I have to get into town. I have to, you know what I'll do? I'll talk to Uncle Jack, that weird live man who's on all the TV screens. I'll get on his feed and I'll tell everyone. So he's going to like hack in or is he going to go directly there? He's going to get directly there. Okay. So in the way that Sally was a brilliant chemist but couldn't fight, Ollie is a big bulking rugby type dude he's a fighter he cannot do chemistry to save his life okay so he can fix things he can tinker he can make weapons he can't really make healing potions or pills okay arthur can kind of do both but like the half assly yeah and okay. as a note this is broken out where arthur has maybe two-thirds of the game time and then sally has like okay that's a so like weird fractions. Like, yeah, the fractions aren't good. Arthur does have a lion's share of the game. Okay. Maybe like half, and then the other quarters are Sally and Ollie. Got it. 
But Sally and Ollie's stories are much shorter, and your skill tree gets filled out faster as Ollie and Sally. Okay, good. That's what's frustrating when a skill tree is like reset, <laughs> very slowly moving, and you're like, "Come on, I just like did all this. I did all the side missions, baby." Right. Exactly. So Ollie, big brooding. He is trying to get through town. He's a big dumbass. Sometimes people look at him and just get mad. So he's just a lumbering jackass. There's an element in the city areas where the more you talk to people, the friendly they are and they won't attack you. So Uh you'll go, hello, lovely day for it. When Ollie's going through, he'll be like, hey, you cheap bastard. How you doing? (laughs) And they're like, fuck you. So you can't socialize with Ollie. So he's just socially awkward on top of everything. Completely. Okay. Ollie does a thing where he kind of kidnaps, kind of infiltrates the editor-in-chief's house of the newspaper, who was Arthur's boss. Oh. And at some point, he has to be in a maid costume to ward off a Bobby. Really? They get silly with him. Yeah, but I mean, who's going to buy him as a maid? The Bobby I killed? Yeah. Oh, I just killed him. Oh, okay. Uh, He's also diabetic, which is interesting fascinating aspect to incorporate into a game yeah so part of his um resource management is to keep his glucose up (laughs) seriously you have to go to trees that have bees nests and harvest honey and put into empty syringes which you find in trash cans wait what and then inject them into you when your glucose is you inject honey into your veins he's not a great chemist this man's gonna die very very quickly okay i he's fine i don't know a lot about medicine I'm pretty sure, one, honey is like a substitute for sugar. It's yeah. a non-sugar substitute. Yeah. And two, you can't inject it directly into your veins, homie. Like, that's just... He does it through his clothes, too, which is even more fascinating. Intravenous honey injection. Like, he's not even looking at the vein. He just sticks it in the side of his Now arm. I'm just picturing one of those, like, honeybee bears as an IV drip going into him. That sounds adorable and dangerous. <laughs> like, that's going to be in, like, a kid's ward or something like that with the honeybee. But, but not here, because there's no children. The honey bear, you know? Like, oh, yeah. God, that's funny. Okay. So he has to fight his way through town, going through bees' nests, injecting himself with fresh honey he found out of a tree. Oh, my God. It's the worst. Uh, he... Again, throughout the game, he's having all these flashbacks and, like, weird interactions with Margaret, who's a ghost. You know she's a ghost because she appears in weird places, like, at the top of a bookcase that she couldn't climb and then disappears in a poof. Right. Okay. So she's, like, being very obviously not human. Yes. She references it, too. She'll have moments where she says, oh, I'm so glad I can't smell. Okay. Things like that. (laughs) I, I caught that voice line the other day. All right. I just finished my second playthrough, so this is very fresh. Right. The story with Margaret, is that she was his neighbor. Okay. And she was shot in the face by the Germans. Oh my god, so she didn't even make it out. He felt guilty, he couldn't do anything about it. Okay. So part of the game implies that she is your daughter. However, it's revealed that it's just the manifestation of the guilt he felt for losing the children. And it makes you wonder, because it's like, what's the worst fate? Getting shot in the face or going off of the Germans? Right? Like, which one would have been worse? Yeah. You really don't know. Like, yeah, she shot in the face, but she could have been tortured in Nazi Germany. Yeah. Like, you know, like... She could have been gassed. Totally. So, damned if you do, damned if you don't. But still, like, either way, it sucks. Yeah. Here's the story with Margaret. Margaret lived next door to Ollie. Margaret's father is Uncle Jack. Oh. The live man who lives in the TV. Got you. Uncle Jack, with all his resources, decided to hide his daughter Margaret from the Germans. 
Okay. Ollie, being the militant man that he is, gave the Germans a list of every child in every house, including Margaret. Oh, shit. When Margaret didn't show up on the roster, Margaret was killed by the Germans. Damn. Yes. So he takes that entirely on himself. It is kind of entirely on him, to be fair. It completely is. And it makes you understand why Uncle Jack would really want to forget. Because it's his fault his daughter dies. Exactly. Like, again... It's fucked up. Because if he complied, it could be a worse fate. Right. And then not complying is just a guaranteed terrible fate. Yeah, and Ollie was doing his job. Yeah, he didn't... I mean, he might have... Did he know? Did he know what would happen? Here's the thing. After this happens, he kind of realizes what he did. He goes to Sally and goes, Give me whatever you have that will take away and fuck up everything in my head. Oh, okay. Ollie purposefully has Sally scramble his brain. So he just lobotomizes himself. Basically, yeah. Because he can't stand what he did. Yeah, which is the only kind of interaction between Sally and Ollie. They don't really hang. Right. They have very separate paths. Well, I imagine, yeah. Oh my goodness, though. Yeah, so yeah, she gets shot in the face, and he just has to live with it. And his brain is so scrambled, part of him thinks that's his daughter. But I mean, he's taking on, like, a fatherly role for her, for sure, I'm sure. Yeah, because of the guilt. So, yeah. as he gets closer, he's like, I'm gonna fuck Uncle Jack shit up. Uh-huh. And he goes through to the parade, which is the end of the game for everyone. He gets into the broadcasting booth, and he's fucking shit up, and he's like, I am here to fucking spread the word V for Vendetta style. But he looks like a lunatic. <laughs> he looks like an absolute fucking <laughs> lunatic. Again, gigantic Scotsman who's talking to a ghost. The tanks are paper mache, everybody. <laughs> yeah, he's so tinfoil hat about it. But like, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to confront Uncle Jack. I'm going to the broadcast booth. And everyone's like, who the fuck? Right. He's like, come on, Margaret. And they're like, no one's named Margaret here. <laughs> At one point, he shoots himself through a cannon. Oh, goodness. In a mission? Why is Ollie's story in this game? Ollie's bonkers. Like, this doesn't sound like the same game at all. Yeah. There's ghosts and cannons, but also, I guess, if your brain's so fucked up, as we learned with Arthur, it could be something else entirely going on. Exactly. So, yeah, he's a fucking scrambled egg of a man. Oh, poor guy. He gets to the broadcasting tower and he realizes Uncle Jack isn't there and he goes, I thought these were alive because it's the 60s and he doesn't understand TV. No, absolutely. It's 1964. Right. He lived in a like a fake fucking train station Ugh. injecting honey into his veins. So every time he watched TV, he thought that stuff was happening right then and there. Like in Galaxy Quest. Right. Oh no. He's going through things and he finds a tape of Uncle Jack. Okay. And it's an unreleased Uncle Jack episode. Oh. He's like, what could this be? It is Uncle Jack breaking down and remembering Margaret. Oh, shit. And, he's, and it's the live action actor? Yeah. Oh, damn. And he's like, this tells the story. People will remember this. And he's like, fuck it. I'm going to play it. And he puts Smart. that shit in rotation. Damn. And he's like, I have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and Ollie... This is Ollie's ending, which, like, Sally's ending. Beautiful. She's right. going across the ocean with her baby girl and throwing her mask into the wind. Arthur's a little ambiguous. He's on a bridge. Will he forget everything and take his joy and go back to town? Will he leave town and try to find his brother? Right. Ollie <laughs> climbs up to the top of the tower with that, with a backpack parachute. Oh, God. Just jumps. Oh, Jesus. He's like, this is how I'll escape. 
Oh, man. And he whips his dick out and just pees over the town. While he's parachuting? Yep. Does a parachute work? Yep. Okay. I don't think it's going to get him to England. And honestly, like... He's on an island. That's a far place to parachute from. He kind of reminds me of Ignatius Riley from Confederate Dunces a little bit. Stop molesting me. Right. Exactly. Like, oh, that's funny. It's insane. Yeah. Again, character that at one point puts himself inside of a cannon to get across a map and then shoots himself through a cannon to get to said area of the map. Like, it would make more sense to launch yourself out of the cannon and then use the parachute to... uh... This was an indoor cannon. Oh, indoor. Obviously. It's all indoor cannon. This is not made for outdoor activity. So, okay. So, So, yeah, you see Ollie just floating through the sky, peeing on people. Do you see, like, a little, like, digital dick? You do not see his okay. little Ollie. Gosh, because he's fat, so you can't you can't see his own penis. Probably. I think they just they made an artistic choice to not show Ween. Okay. Probably <laughs> smart. Yeah. Um. All right. So now we got Arthur's finale. Arthur, we cut back to Arthur on the bridge talking to the original cop who kind of spared him, right? And let him switch with his brother, right? And does the got, cop seem to know that's who Arthur is? He has a sense about him. Okay. He seems knowing. He's starting to figure out, oh, God, that's this kid. Yeah. That name might have stuck. That day is horrible for everyone. You you remember faces. Right. So the cop is like, sometimes it's better to forget. Do what you want to do. I don't give a fuck. Wow. (laughs) And Arthur. So he kind of gives Arthur the same, like, choice that he had before. Like, this guy's, this cop's really, like, just, like, ambivalent about his job. Right. (laughs) <laughs> he's just a beat cop yeah like, he really he doesn't care about his job too much because he just is like do what you want to do yo that's probably why they sent him out to protect the bridge they're like no one's going out there you fucking stand up yeah right your commute's like a whole mission long okay so so you have the choice as Arthur to either take your joy and go back into town okay or throw your joy and mask down and head down the bridge to find Percy and that's where it leaves you oh so it's both like ambiguous yeah it's both well you take your joy, you kind of get what's coming back for you, right. you know? You just kind of, like, slide back into your life. Well, you wouldn't be sliding back into your life, because Ollie just, like, fucked everything up by releasing all that information. So yeah, you're really better off just heading out, because you know what? It, it's like when we left Los Angeles. And it was on fire? Just leave it on fire and head on out and j- don't look back. Cause... I'm coming back for conventions and that's it. Yeah, because it's just on fucking fire. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's We Happy Few. We Happy Few in a We Happy Few Minutes. Yeah. That is the as a bridge as I can get with it. No, that, I mean, I feel like we've got the majority of the story. I doubt anybody would argue that that's what happened in the game, so. High level as fuck. Fuck. It's, I mean, the story does sound a lot more engaging than I really expected it to be. Yeah, and you know, this last playthrough was a lot smoother, so I know they're doing patches to help fix the bugs, and like, I love this story. That's what you were saying. I remember you going through it and being like, I can't wait till they patch this, because as soon as they patch this and make this game, like, not glitch out every five minutes, this is going to be a great game. Absolutely. And so it sounds, what you're telling me is you had a pretty glitch-free experience this last playthrough? This last playthrough was pretty good, yeah. Um, I played Ollie's playthrough with zero glitches at all wow okay. i think i got one in sally's but i put it down for like a month and picked it back up so who knows what went down in that last month but i know they are actively doing patches they have dlc coming out um okay so we're gonna find out what happens next i'm not sure i haven't downloaded it yet what happened prior 
it seems the first one seems to be a standalone episode of Nick and James, who are lab assistants. Oh, they are dressed like small sailors. Who's lab assistants? Doctor Faraday, who is side character. She's kind of an equal to Sally. Okay, but she's a little more of a mad scientist. Gotcha. Sally is very likable and very popular, and on the cover of magazines. And Doctor right. Faraday is a little bonkers. Okay, but she's fun. More eccentric. She looks. Kind of like um, Doc Ock in the animated. I was just going to ask for Doc Ock in uh, Into the Spider Verse if that's what you're thinking of. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Exactly. Or, or uh, Holtzman in Ghostbusters. Oh yeah. The female one. Yeah. Yeah. She's like a funky mad scientist. Okay. Gotcha. She's got these quirky queer um, <laughs> sailor looking assistants, and they go on an adventure. The second DLC is called Lightbearer, which is about the town rock star Nick Lightbearer, who's on drugs, and he's very like. If the Beatles were bad. Okay. Not like bad musicians, but like bad boys. All right. Just fucking. So the Rolling Stones. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the, with the haircut. Oh, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fun. And then there's a couple more coming out, but I don't know if it shows what happens post Ollie ruining things. Okay. Or if they figured out a way to shut it down and up joy and everyone forgot. Right. Exactly. Because, I mean, he is a madman. He's a lunatic peeing on the town in a parachute. And I'd love to see, like, the um, other angle of, like, what really happened. Just show him jumping off the tower and dying. Like, <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> just falling. and Onto with, a... With piss just falling, like, trailing Onto a him. bee's nest where the bees attack him <laughs> in a weird sense of poetic justice. Right, injecting him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I love the story. I think it's such a cool world. And I love spending time in this world. Yeah. You keep picking it back up. I do. I want to love it so much, but I just really like it right now. Okay. You only really I'm stringing like it. it along. You know, <laughs> I'm saying let's go on a date every three weeks and not putting out. All right. Just a friends with benefit right now. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I would kick it out of bed. All right. Oh. But then I'd text the next day and say, miss you. <laughs> just sending weird, confusing messages. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, I really enjoy this game and I'd love another iteration of it. And I want to hear more about Sally forever. Oh, yeah. Sally's the coolest person ever. Um, the developers were asked about doing a sequel and they're like, how? Right. What do you want from us? What do we want? They said it better. They were like, I think we just want to explore other worlds. Like, this is a Fair. really cool place to build, but like... Let's do other shit, but yeah, I love the world. I love the side missions. I love the kind of social components of it. The crafting's cool. The fighting is weak and like could use more intricacy. Like I just got off playing Spider-Man, where it's one of the most intense, like really detailed fighting systems there is. Yeah, yeah. That, so it's hard. It's a hard turn from yeah, Spider-Man totally. to We Happy Few, where you're literally holding a wrench and swinging it around like. Plasmids don't exist in Bioshock. Right. But, you know, I just, I keep picking it back up because I love the story and I love spending time with them. Okay. Yeah. As much of a piece of shit as Arthur can be. Arthur's the worst. Still want to hang out with them. Yeah. And every time I go through, I find new little side missions I didn't find, so it's fine. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Um, in Sally's mission, there's one thing where you have to pick up a stuffed dog and bring it to a pirate. And inside the stuffed dog is the heart of the ocean from Titanic. Wait, what? Yeah. Like the actual? Yeah. Okay. You can't sell it because none of the shops have enough money in their till for Nobody it. should, and yeah. I think it's a quest item, so I don't think you could. But yeah, the heart of the ocean. Or the Hope Diamond, I'm sorry. Oh, the Hope Diamond. Yeah. Okay. It's like one of those famous rocks. Like an actual famous rock, though. Yeah, not the Britney Spears one. Okay. But yeah, it's like the Hope Diamond's in there. Oh, um, that's great. There's a lot of references to Monty Python and like... 
other British shit. Lots of British humor. Yeah, lots of British Probably humor. a bunch of uh, Doctor Who references that you just never picked up on. Yeah. Um, in one interview, the publisher said that they watched Hot Fuzz to get a sense of the town, if that also kind of helps. That felt... F- okay, I can see that. The underground society of townspeople that are yeah. focused on appearances. Totally. Yeah. I, I can totally pick up on that. Yeah. And, you know, it has a cult following, but the cult following's kind of died out since everyone's like, this game was so fucking glitchy. Right. Why? Um, but, yeah, the Reddit page is cool. I flipped through there. And, God, I just, I love the art. I love the world. I want to love the game. It's just not quite what it's it should night, be. It's just a touch off from where I want it to be. <laughs> But yeah, I well, just... there we go. We saved you all from having to play through the glitch ass <laughs> game. Told you all the fun stuff, and like, honestly, I'll probably play it again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to miss my friends in Wellington Wells. All right, Goombas. My well, Goombas. let us know if you've played this game, what you Cheerio. thought. Um, please like, subscribe, tell all of your friends to please listen to us. Don't kick us out of bed. Don't kick us out of bed. Not yet. We've got so much more to offer. Like morning stuff? I cook a mean breakfast. You do cook a nice breakfast. You did that one time you thought I was mad at you. Yeah. And that was seven years ago and I haven't cooked you breakfast since. No. We have had cereal together. All right, everybody. Have a fantastic time. Um, We'll see you next time. We've come to the end of our time. How many times have we said time? Oh, no. That's what they say at the end of the game. Oh, did they? It appears we've come to the end of our time. Oh. Some shit like that. All right. All right. Goodbye, Goombas. Bye. Wake up, you damn sheep! I never liked you! Or you! That's right, you as well, pal! It's not a lovely day for it! It's a fucking terrible day for it! Lovely day for fucking war anyways! Fuck the law, you bastards! I'm going home! I wonder what's left of Scotland.